0: Blessings to you all. So I'm going to ask you each just a little bit about yourself, just so that the listening audience, you know, gets a little bit um, in, and it sort of helps to kind of, you know, get the moment going and then we can go into the, the question. So Ray do, you, Ray, do you want to start by sharing a little bit about your background and, you know, who you are?
1: Happy to do that, yes. Um, I think I'm, I'm somebody who moves away from labels these days not just for myself but for others too Um, but i guess the best way to describe myself how i feel about me is um i'm i'm a creator um so um i write songs um i'm a poet i'm very grateful to have been in two of the smashing through series um i've done some acting um i've done a variety of things and i just love to use creativity to connect with others um, i'm a throat cancer survivor uh i have five children they're, they're grown up now my sons are uh, even taller than i am and um yeah just grateful to to be here and grateful to provide as much encouragement through you know the life that i have and and the voice that i'm very very grateful for having so um any opportunity to encourage as many souls as possible.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. And um, we're going to speak to you um, a little bit more, but next we're going to speak to Gemma. Gemma, do you want to share a little bit about your background and anything feel yeah. feels relevant?
2: So I'm Gemma. I have been in, this is my third book now. Um, my other two were not a part of the Smashing Through series were previous books um, I have spoke on stage but like right, I don't really do the labels because I like to just share who I am and I love to share you know information I deal a lot more with mental health because there's someone who has mental health issues herself you know it helps people to understand the facts more to say I don't I do do facts I also do my own story. Because I think sometimes textbook can be so straight down the line that people don't realise what they're going through. Um, yeah, so I just love to connect with people to even just giving them little tiny snippets of advice to help them through a the day. You know, a struggle with my little boy who has special needs, and, and obviously mental health and safety both clash. So we we have to push through each day and. We learn stuff every day. Um, yeah, I do a lot of... Um, I, I read more Post on Instagram. I find... Um, I don't know, I like, I like sharing pictures because sometimes a picture says a thousand words. Yeah, but writing is just a massive passion. I don't know why, because I was never good at English, but writing... It's been huge for me and it helps me a
0: lot. Yeah, yeah. It really does know a little bit about me. Um, we'll definitely talk to you more and yeah. I really wanna know more about the books and um how you you know, how you got into writing in the first place and yeah. definitely mental health we'll talk on as well um as we go through the um the the evening. But thank yes, you so thank you much, very much Emma. Wonderful. So we're gonna to speak to Victoria. and um, Victoria, if you don't mind just sharing a little bit about your background anything that you think might be relevant to the listening audience
2: hello yes um well i'm victoria i'm a bowel cancer survivor um and i've been left with a lot of uh, long-term health issues since and so i was was unemployed and unable to work for about nine years and i've recently got back into work a year ago where i opened my own raw and natural pet food shop which is sort of good, I'm enjoying that, um, learning lots of new things daily. I mean, and I'm a single parent to my 21 year old son who's uh, got Asperger's. But yeah, I've always worked with animal. I mean, previously before my illness? I'm a trained pharmacy dispenser, but I couldn't go back into that after at being ill and definitely in my long term health issues uh, my veins. not as old sort walking of dogs I like writing I don't know more about dog behaviour and all things like that but my dogs keep me going definitely
0: wow yeah Victoria we're definitely going to be asking you more um, about you know what you've been doing and your, your new business sounds really, you know, it sounds really exciting. And also it's so w- really worthwhile as well, isn't it? So, um, yeah, we'll talk to you about, you know, oh, wow. and and what have you. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to speak to Maria next. And, um, <laughs> Maria was with us a, a few weeks ago and really wowed us with her, you know, what she does. But Maria, do you mind just coming back on and just sharing a little bit about yourself before we go? Going to the questions. I'm Maria. Um, so I own Little Ruby Streets.
3: Um, so I do my printing from the other side. I'm actually an IT um, expertise as well. So, yeah, and then also this year I've written two chapters, obviously, two books of the Smashing Free series, um, with the latest obviously being Stop Sign of Life. Um, Week. yeah that's a little bit about me I not to go on too
0: much more than you on last month so okay. that's a bit about me awesome well, yeah we'll, we'll go into a little bit more as we go on um I've got I've got some questions and I'm gonna just I'm gonna try by just asking the question and see if anyone wants to volunteer rather than me choosing but if no one says anything we can't have dead air on the radio so I'm gonna have to pick someone but um can someone tell us can someone just give a brief outline what this fantastic is? is all about anyone want to take that lead what about Ray Ray do you want to take that lead
1: I'm, I'm happy to yes yes go, if, go you, if you would like me to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just think there are occasions in life so I think this book in comparison maybe not contrast but in comparison to the whole series so Smashing Through the Glass ceiling. Um, I was in that book, Smashing Through the Brick Wall, and Smashing Through the Stop Sign of Life. So I've been in the first book and the last book. And Smashing Through the Stop Sign of Life, I I just think there are barriers that are presented all of the time. Now, we can create our own barriers, that's true, there could be barriers of the mind, barriers of the way we think. But I think more often than not, they are circumstances. Um, And whilst the chapters are the life accounts are so different. I mean it's it's hands down. Every single one in the Smashing series is is incredible, but it's hands down just uh, where else are you gonna get a book like this? Because it's you know, so many different people from so many different walks of life that have experience something that has in some ways brought their life to a perceived grinding halt or to a literal grinding halt and reading through the chapters i can genuinely say uh, it, it does put things into context and i i, I tell you just one thing i, I just want to share finally is this book has made me think less about my chapter and more about the other chapter so i've come to look at the value of I look at the value of the entire. I look at the value of the entire because even if you don't necessarily experience the situations, circumstances that the individuals in this book have experienced, you will learn so much because you will learn about understanding the life of others. So it doesn't even necessarily have to resonate with you because I I was reading chapters I'm never likely to experience, but so much benefit because I had an understanding of the circumstances of other individuals. And I don't want to necessarily go into detail, but there are circumstances I'm never going to experience. But it's the common denominator is every single individual, despite the circumstances they faced, literally smashed through that stop sign and um you can read so much rubbish there's so much rubbish around to read but this is amazing so i'm just so privileged to be even included in the book genuinely it's it's incredible wow
0: yeah, Ray, that was, um, yeah, that's great. It, you know, really sort of just give, you know, you've what you've just shared is it's so important to expand your mind. And when you're able to, you know, listen to something from somebody else, something like you said, you may never go for it. But what it's done, it's given you that ability to have empathy and to understand from that person's perspective. So you've grown um, through you know, learning that thing that you know you wouldn't have learned otherwise.
1: But beautifully said. I think I, I chose to use a thousand words.
0: <laughs> I as, think you said it a, very
1: well. A, I as, just a, thank you as I do. But that was exactly, exactly manner, exactly. Wow.
0: Thank you, thank you Ray Because um, I think, you know, I love that you helped to break down You know, what the book is about um, What I want to ask next is um, i going to ask um going to ask Victoria Why did you decide to take part in writing this book? Well
2: that's a hard one <laughs> um, <laughs> I've always wanted to share my story um, I had a uh, a really bad time being diagnosed I mean my, my story is about it's a bit about my cancer and it's a bit about my long health issues from me it. and it's a bit about you know being told that I'll never work again and I could be in a wheelchair if I don't get up and move and um, I just didn't want to I was 38 when I was diagnosed and they kept telling me over and over again I didn't have cancer and it took nine months till finally that I technically died but they discovered that I had it and I just got palmed off so many times and I did not want other people out there to so you know I used to get upset thinking you know I, I'm ill I was signed off work I, I, I got down to five stone and I was just you know I was so sick and I just kept thinking to myself like why what's wrong and people don't believe that I'm ill until they finally discovered what was wrong with me And I didn't want people out there to be like to be sitting there thinking the same thing or, you know, do whatever I got in illness. Am I really ill? Or what can I do? How can I get, you know, scans and things and push doctors? And I just wanted to put my story out there to see, even if it helps one or two people, it might help them get discovered quicker than they should have been and just get them back on track and get back to health again, you know? So basically, I spoke to Rebecca and... It took me a while, but um, after speaking to Rebecca, she sort of, not convinced me, but sort of convinced me in a way to uh, put it down writing
0: yeah you know that's powerful you know when you um take an experience that you've gone through especially something as intimate as an illness and you know you've taken the the trouble and the courage you know that it must have taken to you know put this you know walk through that journey again um and what I love is that you know you're thinking of somebody else you're saying look I want to make this easier for you and I want to urge you to go forward as quickly as possible so that it will you know you won't have to go through the worst of it yeah. and, and that's the beautiful thing that's you coming from your soul and that's what I feel the theme of the book is you know people coming from that deeper part of themselves and is, is that what you felt? Did you feel in writing the book? Did you feel as though, wow, you know, it's you've gone through what you've gone through, but you feel very strong because you feel wrapped. You can feel that strong connection with your soul that you just want to to give and share and do what you know, share share your truth. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, you know, it's you just want to. It's hard to be able to share. I mean, with the bowel cancer, I was bit, every bit of treatment. I- I went through and everything everyone was older than me it was it's not there but it's not as heard of being younger having it i was diagnosed at the same time as my man in the same year as my man and my man got treated a lot quicker than me and and everything because of her age because they just kept pushing me back all the time saying no you can't have that you're too young for that and i knew i had it but it was just trying to prove that i had it and it's just, I just didn't want other people to go through this. and feel like they're not a nobody and, you know, not be able to get their word out there. So I thought if I share my story, then I'd be able to help people. I've already sort of helped a few people um, that have gone through bowel cancer. Uh, people have reached out to me for help. Definitely having sort of stoma bags fitted and things, you know, because doctors don't tell you, You know, they tell you the medical side of it, but they don't tell you, you know, the nitty gritty bit, that I'll tell you the actual truth of it. You know, sometimes it's nice talking to someone or meeting about someone that's actually really been through it, rather than just the doctors side of it. So that can help.
0: Yeah, that's that's a that you know that's a whole another side, isn't it? Which you know people need to to know, and you know they can connect with you more than someone you know just talking from the surgery because you've yeah. got the experience that you've gone through. But what, what I would say is, what's really great though is that you you're back. You've got your business, and we'll talk a little bit, ask you a bit more about that later. But um, yeah. I mean, that must be great for you to be back on. You know, back in you know back doing what you you love to do, building something and. Again, still making a difference. So, so well done to you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, What golden nuggets can you share with the listening audience, Um, Jenna?
1: Oh, god There's
2: (laughs) so many. (laughs) That's not even a good question to ask. (laughs) There's
0: so many. One or two.
2: (laughs) So, for me, like my my whole chapter is around the mental health side of things and the one thing that when i was when i do go into these like bouts of depression and whatnot is i always feel like i am really there's no one else i always feel like there's no one else around there's no one there there's no one who'll listen the thing is with the right people around yeah there's always going to be someone to listen And I think that's the worst. I've had to, I wouldn't say cut out people, but like distance myself from people. Um, And I've had to make brand new connections um, with people. And I have found some of the most amazing people that will ring me if I'm in a, if I've been in a dark place, I'll just get a text and it'll just say, I'm here. And that one text, just that little couple of words means everything. Because you know you've got someone just sitting on the other end of the phone. They don't have to be face-to-face. It's just that connection with someone. So my my advice would be is no, no, you're never alone. There's always going to be someone who's going through it, been through it you just starting that very much journey, Abby. You're just at a different pace than everyone else.
0: Yeah, that's so powerful. I love what you said there about you know yeah. just going through that feeling and someone just takes you just what you need, it, yeah. And it up, it lifts you back up, doesn't it? It takes yeah. you back to that higher frequency. It's like yeah. that, that text pulls you up, and you know I, I I totally understand about depression. I've suffered from depression myself, in, you know here and there in the past and what have you. So I know it's very you know it's not it's not the best place to be. It really t- yeah. it really can you know take you into some you know some places and um again you know i would say to you with what you're doing and um i know you're doing great works out there helping people um and that's what it's all about isn't it do do you feel like in a way what you've gone through although yes it's not the best but you you can pull from it to help your clients and the people that turn to you
2: oh 100% like, 100%. Like, I have a friend who read my first chapter, and she's in South Africa, and she didn't really know what I'd gone through. And when she read my chapter, she was like, oh, my God. Some of them feelings I felt. And instantly, like, she was brought back to them feelings, but she also knew that what she'd felt was, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say normal, but it was a typical response to feel. because sometimes we feel very um damn hearted with the way we feel. So just having someone listen or even understand in this because we can't always understand everyone. We really can't. We all have different experiences and different and the same experience affects people differently. But just having someone to listen and have that connection with has been huge. And it's the same with anyone that I've worked with. You know, I always make sure I've got a connection because if I haven't got that connection, then there's no point continuing to work with them. Because it's not real, it's a false progression, and it's not what I'm willing to do with people
0: yeah you need you need that connection or it's like yeah. wasting time isn't it it's a it's a waste Hundred yeah that's that's beautiful um Thank you. yeah we will definitely be talking a little bit more uh, on what you what you're doing and um the lives that you're touching out there Thank um, you very much. blessings We're going to talk to Maria about, you know, what will readers gain from reading, you know, your chapter or any of the chapters you've read? Because I know, you know, I know all of you have read different chapters, so there might be things. um, Obviously, you you don't want to go into the chapter too deeply. But what would you say, um, Maria, to that question?
3: Um, To be honest, (laughs) every chapter is so different. So you're going to get something different out of every single chapter that you read. Um, which is exactly what Rebecca created the book for, so, which is amazing. Um, but like for my chapter, um, for those that have read it will know, my chapter is very different to most of the other chapters in the book. Um, so for me, for my chapter, it's just about getting that point across that like Gemma touched on briefly. You aren't, you aren't alone, there is somebody out there somewhere that has been through something or has done something similar to what you're maybe going through. And that's the whole point of the book is to get those stories out there so that people know that they can turn to you to help and advise and be able to actually get some support from somewhere when you don't think that there is actually any support out there. Um, for, like for my chapter, there wasn't any really support for me, um, which is the main reason I chose to do my story because I didn't want anybody else to feel the way that I did going through my chapter. So that's the whole reason for the book is to make sure that everybody has got those connections and points of contact that they can go to.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Maria. And again, you know, I have to say, you know, with your story, with who you are as a person, um, with your daughter, I know your daughter is your, you know, she's your delight, isn't she? She's your, you know, your your everything and and rightfully so. (laughs) And... um, you you've you've gone on like Gemma, like Ray, like Victoria. You know you run in a successful business and doing really well, doing what you love as well, and making a difference. And um, yeah. would you say that even though you know you had some of these times where you didn't feel as though you were you could turn to anyone, you something inside you, something bigger than you that is part of you, kind of propelled you forward. Yeah, pretty much,
3: like. So for like some for me I had no one to turn to obviously I've lost both my parents and because of the nature of my my chapter, I couldn't exactly turn to any of my friends either throughout my chapter because obviously the trust wasn't there. So it was very, very difficult for me to be able to actually speak to anybody. So I did feel really alone. However, my daughter is everything. I got told for thirteen years, I couldn't have kids. So the fact she my miracle child anyway. Um, is just another story completely. Um, but, you know, so because of that, she is my infant and there's no way I'm going to let anything happen to my daughter. So just by looking at her, she is my main focus and she is my, my reason to keep fighting. And that's exactly what I did, is I carried on fighting through my whole chapter um, and even now and made huge decisions and risks in the process um, that actually for me have paid off.
0: Massively. Really, really happy to hear that. And, um, you know, well done to you. What I want to do, I want to ask a question that I'm just going to throw out and hopefully someone will pick it up. Um, has writing this chapter or writing the book prompted you to want to write, you know, continue to write? Anybody who wants to who wants to take that one on?
2: Yeah, I'll bring that up. Because, as I say, Writing for me has always been a, it was never, I was never good with English, I was never good with writing. So when I started first writing, I always wanted, I'm a huge book reader, massive. And obviously you read all these books and you're like, oh one day I'd love to be able to do something. So when I first ever got the offer to write in a book, it was amazing. But it wasn't like my best it was like oh you get so overwhelmed and so excited to do it that you even though like there's a lot in it uh, for me personally you can see the growth in my writing that it wasn't my best it probably wasn't the time so writing this chapter like there's a huge difference in my writing style because i think there's more it's more of a targeted piece that it's like, all right, now I need to write something. But the thing is, you're always wanting to better it, <laughs> you're always wanting to improve it. So it's like, so now, like, I'm looking for stuff like targeted pieces that I can write on to continue. Because for some reason, this chapter has re- I've always wanted to do it. Obviously, this chapter. I don't know, it's just really pushed me to that point of, like, I want to keep doing this. I want to keep writing. I want to keep sharing, you know, all about the mental health side of things and keep going with it. It's it's huge. Like, I can't wait to write, like, something else.
0: (laughs) I really can't. You know, um, Gemma, I, I, what, what I'm hearing you say is the more you write is the more you want to write. So would you say yeah. if anyone's out there and they've never, you know, they've never put pen to paper, they've got ideas, they've always wanted to, what would be, what would you say to that person, you know, about writing? Because, you know, obviously you you are so, you sound as though, you know, you're ready for your next book, your next yeah. chapter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I'd say just do it because... I think when i first ever wrote a chapter i think i rewritten probably six seven eight times and that's my life that's my own story and you think you should know your own story but you're still rewriting it because you think something it'll sound better in a different way the best thing for me like this chapter i actually wrote it because i had a specific piece i wanted to write on It was a lot gentler and a lot easier to write so you don't know what you want to write just take notes add notes to pieces like get a little notebook and just start writing notes things that pop in your head write it down and you'll notice as you go along that you'll have all these little bits of notes and then all of a sudden something will hit you and you'll be able to write with a bit more depth and from there then you can then progress your writing into the chapter or chapters or a book whichever way you want to do But you've just got to start you don't start you'll never be able to know whether you can do it
0: you know that is profound that is so true you just have to get started and and allow that flow to pour through you and you know I was going to ask next um the next question I was going to ask but you've you've kind of answered it (laughs) I was going to ask what was your process for writing the chapter or the book um yeah what you know did you was it like in a journal journal format or and you've kind of gone through that and I don't know if you've got anything else you want to add and if anyone else wants to come in on that question
2: this this chapter was more I had to find the specific thing I wanted to write about like there's no point trying to write about 20 different things in your life because it gets muddled up so I found the piece that I wanted to share with someone what I thought I would be happy with telling what I thought that other people could learn from or maybe understand or maybe feel some connection to. And then all I did was I went back and not I wouldn't say relived it, but thought about the things that happened. Because the last thing you want to do is put yourself into a place of where you just can't physically write. But I did think about like, you know, what kind of happened and and I noted it all down. And then I was able to pull and type it all up and get it written. It didn't take me as long as the first chapter did. Because I think when you start getting more confident in your writing, it gets easier to do. But I would say just, you know, take it easy on yourself because if you're sharing trauma, especially, it's going to be a hard write. It really is going to be a hard writing session. And maybe take... 15, 20 minutes to sit down and write. But don't overdo yourself. Because I think sometimes if you if you want if you say I'm gonna sit down for two hours and you're gonna relive your whole life, you're gonna put a lot of trauma through through yourself again, but you're not gonna to wanna to write.
0: You know what I'm hearing you say. There is definitely a process, and um, yeah. you found it by writing over and over and over again. You now, yeah. so you now have a recipe for how. If you were going to write a book now, you've got a recipe for how you would go about it.
2: And you can improve the recipe, and you, you can do improve, with, it. Yeah, and, yeah. But there is this uh, basic recipe to start with, and you just go with it
0: that's a lot of um great information you've just given there and i I don't know if anybody else wants to kind of come in on that question and talk about their process for writing um anyone else
1: i'm i'm happy to irmani yes please Um, please. um, i think i think mine is comparative to the first book um i I am slightly tongue-in-cheek the way i share this so when i wrote my um throat cancer journey and smashing through the glass ceiling i'm not saying i didn't know what i was doing but that that the experience was new you know i would never written before i would never written you know anything that's published in in that way i've i've I've, I've, I've written songs i've written songs but that's kind of that's kind of a different medium um but here i was sharing my life and actually funny enough listening to to speak it's it's not always easy sharing your life. And I don't mean as in keeping things to yourself. I just mean how to how to frame it, how to share it. Now that's genuinely where Rebecca came in. And Rebecca with my chapter in Smashing Through the Glass Ceiling was absolutely incredible. Um, you know, she really drew more emotion out of me because I, I was almost kind of like, not quite giving a CV of my life, but kind of a, it was very factual and quite sort of practical and to the point, and of course I lived through the depths of emotion. So now fast forward to smashing through the stop sign of life, and I'd already experienced that experience. So whilst the, the chapter was different, and of course I've written a chapter with Michelle, um, which is very, very unique. Um, we we consulted, we talked about the experience that we had, which I'm not giving too much away now as forced eviction, and um, living without, being without a permanent home. So effectively, homelessness, um, as, as some people refer to it as. And I think when we shared our life, what we experienced, the reason for it, so that that's kind of where I'm coming in now with what helps to rhyme. Why do you want to share? Now, I could share a million and one things in, in social media in terms of I could complain about this, I could complain about that. I could talk about this in my life or that in my life. And in my opinion, that's not the place to do it. That's not the place to kind of share things, which is why we didn't. So this is another interesting thing. So people will be gobsmacked by our chapter because how it looked from the outside is nothing at all was happening. Nobody would have known. You know, we didn't share anything in social media deliberately. Not because, you know, we're trying to keep things to ourselves. It's just it was a personal experience. But I think the thing I've learned is Whenever we write what we write, and I can can include some writing in this as well, why? Why am I sharing what I'm sharing? Am I sharing it because I just want to kind of tell people about my experience? I want people to feel sorry for me? No. And I know that's the same for every single co-author in the book as well, that it's you know we are sharing accounts of our life um you know the blood the sweat the tears the the depths of you know feeling like you're on the floor and just not knowing where to go um, because there is so much incredible value in that so it is a cathartic experience so i think anybody who's considering writing you know one of the easiest things to do is think my Account, what what, what does my life actually mean? Of what value is this? Of what worth is this to others? Tremendous (laughs) value and tremendous worth. And I think if you come from that point of view, every single person can write because we're living, because we're living, and we're living not always, you know, the most protected life. We go through the things we go through, and I think. It's also a wonderful way to help people to understand what you can do in the midst of circumstances and that's another reason why um, we wrote our chapter and shared our chapter because we continue to create, we continue to work on our purpose, we continue to endeavor to set up and you know run businesses. Whilst we went through this absolutely upheaval circumstance and then therefore along with all of the other writers in the book you're sharing that you can overcome things you know you can deal with them you can get the other side of them you can continue to thrive so i think dive in dive in you know we're emotional creatures anyway we show what we feel anyway so share it but share it with the purpose of changing lives and, and and helping others and and rebecca is in my opinion um and, and my knowledge an expert in helping individuals to do that
0: wow thank you so much there ray i, I hear you say know your why no meaning value and worth purpose of changing lives and making a difference running businesses, you know, even though you were going through, you know, tough times. And, um, you know, you know that, you knew that even though you were going through what you were going through, you would be able to overcome it and thrive. And you had... Um, the beautiful mentor that is Rebecca that you mentioned yeah. there and I just want to shout out to lovely Rebecca because she is tuned in so yeah, I don't know I want you all to kind of just share you know your your relationship your friendship with Rebecca because I know she's a phenomenal you know person she's a phenomenal young woman who. You know, she's just she just empowers you. Just get you just talk to her, and you feel, oh my God, I can, you know, I can do anything. Um, and I know a lot. You know, I know for myself with this the, the writing, I you know jumped on her belief and you know to to get it done because sometimes someone's got you know a bigger belief in you and what you can do. And then you ca- you run you run with that, and then you find your own belief in yourself. And um, what I want to ask you is: Is um, anyone want to kind of you know explain and share the breadth of what you know Rebecca brings to you know the the family that we all are in in terms of the things that we've done through her? Anyone? Ray,
3: do you want yeah. to expand? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go no. ahead. <laughs> okay, I'll <okay. laughs> go. I thought Jumbo was going to go there. So, no, Rebecca is absolutely outstanding. Like, for both my chapters, when brick wall and Stop Sign of Life, like, I kind of eased myself in with brick wall chapter um, to get around it. And she supported me 100% through that. Um, and right in the, the second chapter, again supported right like, from that to finish um although she did have to take a deep breath before reading my chapter um she is just absolutely outstanding like all the courses that she provides for everybody the international interview series that's going on at the moment um like absolutely everything that she does is for the people and it, and she loves what she does as well which makes it even more outstanding and she truly is everybody's cheerleader to quote her um, <laughs> she literally is everybody's cheerleader and she fights it forward and if you have got the privilege to know her on a personal level she's just the same as what she is online so her rhythm rules on Mondays and Fridays is Rebecca that is exactly who she is whether she's online or offline she's absolutely amazing she's so inspirational to work with like if any of us I can think her speak for all of us if we say if we're having an off moment and we've woken up one morning and we're feeling really like meh mm-hmm. All you've got to do is just send drop her a message or and that's it, she's picked you straight back up and you're back on that straight and narrow. She is absolutely amazing. She truly is all of our wonderful ones. Absolutely. Um, and for me personally, she's also Ruby's godmother. so for me, she's an outstanding figure for Ruby to grow up around. And for that, I truly appreciate everything that Rebecca does, for not only myself and Ruby, but for everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean Rebecca is, you know, she's just a phenomenal lady, and um, I'm going to be speaking to her in December and really just having a heart-to-heart talk about, you know, how she became this amazing, you know, um, dynamic um, businesswoman, mentor, co- life coach, um, you know, published book publisher. She does so many things, and like you just said, Maria, she's there for you. You know, if you if you're having a, a bad time and you send a text you know she'll send you something start so lifting you just feel oh you know it's gone and and does anyone else want to say anything because um rebecca's listening and it'll be nice for her to kind of just hear how you feel about um you know and the incredible work that you've done with her through the books and the international series yeah i will so, <laughs> i
2: met rebecca in
0: 2017
2: um, my little boy was about 11 months old and we instantly had like a great connection friendship wise um, I met her I think it was in July online through um, a, a mutual friend and then in the September she came to visit her mum who lived like 20 minutes from me and they came and visited and ever since me and Rebecca have been I don't know, we're more like sisters than we are friends. We really are. Like, she's helped me with so much of my little boy. I've been going through a lot. And she's helped me with that. She's helped me with um, certain situations that I've been in. And I would have to pick the phone up and text her. I need your advice. I need your, you know, question. And she's there. But she does the same with me because we have become like a family, like we really have. I spent a week with her and and we went and she did loads for my little boy. Like, she really did. She was like, she carried him around and, you know, and there's a 16 year age gap between my two boys, so how hard it is to have your own kids and then have someone else's child come into your home and just take over. Because my little boy is very full on. she did it with so much ease and so much grace Like she doesn't care she is, as research, what she portrays online is who she actually is there's no difference to that she is just a unique woman who can do so much in so little time <laughs> I, I will never understand how she does it um, I'm hoping one day that I can master that, but I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think many people will ever master that, what she can do. But she is just. I mean, we can sit here all day long and talk about how amazing she is, but unless you actually get to know Rebecca, I don't think you'd realise just how much she impacts people or unless you've worked with her or gone through her courses, I don't think you'd realise just how much this woman does impact on people, even just in small amounts.
0: Yeah, you know, for sure, Gemma, I totally, totally agree. I think, you know, just what I want to bring home to people, the reason why we are gushing so much about Rebecca is, you know, Rebecca is like, um, you know, like you see these um, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, um, Ryan Tracy, all these different people out there, but you can't reach them. Rebecca is just like that, you know, she's got that power and she puts things together so beautifully and so professionally. But the beauty of it for all of us is that we have that ability to connect with her directly so this is why it's 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 like if you were to meet one of those people i just mentioned that's what it's like being around rebecca because she's on that level she's on that level yeah and you can access her Um, does anyone else want to say anything more about um, Rebe- their the relationship with Rebecca? Um, I know you've got one, yes. but um, yeah, if you rest want brings. to yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Rest, rest, please, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's one of my favourite subjects in life. Um, I, I just think what you just said, actually, and um, the way that Rebecca is accessible, um, she's actually created that for others. You know, and that's, again, testament to her. So in all of the books, she has made it possible for individuals to be able to be available for others. You know, so there are our details in there. Um, The international international interview series and everything she does, And I, this is my heart speaking now. You know, there are coaches and mentors that Rebecca works with. But there's no... There's nothing where she'll kind of like, you know, think, hold on a minute, there's competition here. You know, she will share individuals and what they do um, with such a kind spirit. And and my final thought is, um, and I'm genuinely not saying this to to be emotional. Um, After having lost my voice for a year, um, I gained my voice again, which is one of the reasons I love to communicate. And Not only um, did I gain my voice physically, but I experienced many years of not being able to share my voice emotionally and spiritually, um, and how I felt and, you know, to enable others. So yes, I got my voice back, I physically regained it. Rebecca Adams has been pivotal. And life-changing for me in my ability and my growth to now use my voice on an emotional and spiritual level to help others. So yes, I've gained it back physically. Um, now I feel. So much gratitude um, to Rebecca, the people that she's introduced me to, yourselves and Maria and Gemma and Victoria here and many others. You know, and this is how it goes. And this is the ripple effect that Rebecca talks about. So we have an incredible privilege opportunity to be part of a growing community for change a growing community of individuals who will applaud others exactly as rebecca does we love success we love achievement we love people winning um the rest of it is a lie of society you know the society that makes us feel in this country that you know, you don't want to. Don't get too big for your boots, and all of this, and all of this, all of this kind of rubbish that goes on. You know, we we need to cheer success because everybody here and beyond, and Rebecca herself, are successful. Sometimes against the odds, against the odds of what life does to you. So Rebecca is a champion for that herself but she's also an incredible advocate for enabling others to enable others, you know, enabling others to, to go forth and, and, and help others. So it's, it's, it's a real movement. It's an incredible movement that has been created. And I know we're all grateful to Rebecca and many, many others are too
0: beautifully said Ray thank you for that and um, yeah definitely totally agree with everything all of you have said and um, what I want to do and yeah uh, Rebecca if you're listening we definitely as you can hear the emotion and the love and um, thank you for everything that you're doing and you've done and that you're going to be doing in the future because I know you're always you're always sort of um, going beyond you know what, what, what others might expect of you um, so what we're going to do is um, get each of you just to share a little bit about your um, your details um, you know the things that you're doing the business how people can get in touch with you how people can um, get hold of the book for, from you and there's there's three books in the series so you know I, I don't know if you want to kind of touch on that while you're sharing um, your details so who wants to start with with that? Oh, I'm going to pick someone. I'm
1: oh, okay, yeah, so come on! So, no, no, come on! I, go- right, <laughs> 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 I, I, I put my hand up. I put my hand up. So I'll go. <laughs> I'll go first. No, oh, you can't. You, you can't. You can't even see. you know, I'm only joking, so um, <laughs> I'll go first. Um, but so um website is redcoatsvoice.com and everything that's about me um, currently is, is there. Um, I work with Michelle, which is something I guess we began to create during the experience we had as false eviction and... Um, uh, temporary Housing, um, is a company called you gift Sound and Vision. So we create gifts exactly as it sounds of um, Sound and Vision. So if somebody has a wedding, a birthday, whatever occasion it might be, um, moving into a new home, for example, is something we've experienced recently. Um, a moving um, gift card for individuals who... Um, Our expectant families, there's loads of things that we're doing We're bring together crafted gifts, so cards, artwork, and music. Um, I've got an album out which is actually in um, Smashing Through the Stop Sign of Life, so there's some details in there. And I I think, um, just just find them, and everything's on the website, Raycoatsforce.com. I want to connect with as many people as I can. I'm an advocate for The Voice. Um, I'm an advocate for connecting in creativity, because it's one of the most divine things that you can ever do. And I don't believe that songwriting, poetry is just something for a marginal few. I think it's for everybody. And either I can directly help people to write their own song, I can write it for them, or I can collaborate to work with them. And from the experience I've gained from those that I've connected with so far, it's absolutely magical and a miracle when you create your own song and you hear that i've, I've written the anthem um, inspired by rebecca keep going always you know so what am i trying to say when when you connect with others and you enable them to share their voice through creativity magic happens and it's a legacy and it's a lifetime and i am acutely aware now i've created pieces pieces of music for and with others that will live forever and that's what i do and my goodness me if it isn't coming across i absolutely love it because this is the reason i'm on planet earth is to create for others final thing I have an incredible um, society-changing album coming out next year, but I'll share a little bit more about that in the future, so there's a little teaser there.
0: You'll have to come back and share with us, right? (laughs) That's awesome. Thank thank you, Amanda. That's awesome. What what I want to quickly ask you, with both of you being so creative, because I asked uh, Michelle that last time when she was on, what's it like to be, you know, with all this atmosphere of creativity?
1: It flows. I mean, there's loads of cards everywhere, there's loads of art everywhere, which is, which is not me complaining because there's also loads of noise everywhere <laughs> as well. Um, but I, I genuinely feel, I genuinely feel if you, if you want to, if you want to congregate with God, divine, the universe, um, the, the, the being, the entity that is beyond us, make things, create things and it's the most spiritual I've felt in my entire life and I'm very very grateful to Michelle for that because we create an atmosphere and environment where things things happen things are created inspiration lives and it's it's all of the time and we welcome we welcome others into that space with us and I think that's why we've written the chapter together in the final book Because, um, you know, we want to share with as many individuals as we can, as much creativity as we can, and what we're making for others is absolutely incredible, it really is. They're wonderful gifts, they're wonderful opportunities to receive something so, so special.
0: You know, I loved what you said there. That is so true. You know, your creativity is a gift from God. And when you're able to tap into that and immerse yourself in that, that you know, it's a magical feeling. So, you know, well done to you and Michelle for the wonderful work that you're doing.
1: I appreciate that. Thank you, Amami.
0: Okay, so who wants to go next? Who wants to share their details and, you know, a bit about their business so people can connect with you and uh, maybe sort of pick up a book from you and whatever? Who wants to go next? Oh, yes, i got my girl. Oh, bless you. Go next. <laughs> next. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Uh, I, I'm, 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 the, I'm a real food pet shop for
2: this in Swindon. And we do um, raw foods, herbal treatments, and all natural treats. There's nothing but any yank in our shop, So it's all healthy and um, I believe very much so in all herbal treatments. I don't really like chemicals for myself, my son, or my my pets. So uh, the best way to connect with me through my work is through our website, which is raw 4 paws co.uk. Um, or you can find me on Facebook as just we're saying to go and connect with me either personally or through my business. But yeah, that's about what I get up to and what I do on a daily basis. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's well done, Victoria. And I think that's a really nice niche that you've tapped into there. Because I think you know, because you hear so much about you know, with pets eating the, the foods that you know we we're eating that are, are not good and that is hurting us. It's hurting the, our pets as well. So you know, that was a that's a great thing to kind of you know put out there. And I'm sure a lot of people you know are, are going to take take you up on that and you know look into that because I've not heard of. I don't know if there is, but I've not heard of anyone else doing that is this something have you heard there's, of anyone else or is it you oh yeah there, there's quite a lot of wood about out there but there's any sort of you know I mean I know quite a lot but there, there's
2: only so many you only find one in every sort of particular way um I, I mean I used to travel to Birmingham or get it delivered from Birmingham for my pets and uh the reason I started it was was you know it was just so annoying to I've got all different sized dogs and I never know whether the meat is the right meat for my dogs or whether it's too bony or the bones are too big or or anything, you know, and I'm very much one of these people, I like to go and speak to people I like to not just shop on the internet and see pictures, I like to go and tap it see it, you know, and and talk to people, I like, I love sharing my knowledge, I've got so much knowledge about animals in my head, I like to put it out there and help people out, you know and a lot of the Advice I give is not always stuff that you can buy in my shop. I'm quite happy to give advice on things that you can buy from the supermarket that will help your dogs. So you know, it's not all about just you know selling your stuff and making money. It, I just want to be there to help animals. I work a lot with um, allergy pets because one of my dogs is uh, allergic to basically fresh air. Um, I rescued her a few years ago, and uh, yeah, she's allergic to new enough everything I think. <laughs> so she's been a bit of a nightmare, but bless her. But I uh, hardly treat her and uh, she's just raw it. I put her straight on through all the food that uh, I rescued her. But um, yeah, it makes a big difference. And as you say, a lot of people really are looking at what they eat and what their children eat. And thankfully, people are actually starting to think, hold on a minute, maybe we need to look at what we actually put in our animals as well. So yeah, it makes a big difference if you can have a natural diet for them rather than the other stuff you can get out there. <laughs> we won't
0: know it but yes. Yeah. Yeah. wow that's a wonderful um, victoria and um you know i love that you also ad- you know people can talk to you as well because that's the thing sometimes you you buy something and you know you don't know what else to do you've got questions but you you can't reach that person and again going back to what ray was saying you know being accessible in your business like yeah. rebecca is that's you know that's the magic of it isn't it? oh it's a big thing if
2: you you can make yourself accessible just to you know i mean like with my business people look i get so many people come in and they've looked on the internet to try and start your feeding and they come into me and they're like our minds are blown We don't know where to start what to do and when you talk to someone you know you can make it so much more simpler and a lot of people walk out so smiley because they're just like wow that was so much easier than i thought it was going to be so yeah it, it always makes a big difference if you met someone
0: Wonderful, and you know, wishing you continued success with your business, Thank and you. you know, well done to you. Thank you. Um, anyone, um, I know we haven't spoken to um, Gemma and Marie about their business. Um, are you ready to just share, let people know how to get in touch with you and um, how they can access you, and all the different things that you're doing? Gemma, do you want to go? Yeah, go, yeah, I'll go. Okay. <clears throat> So I,
2: my website is jemmedgirlfoyal.com and um, as I said before, I do deal with um, a lot of mental health um, I'm mainly on Instagram simply because I find Facebook is so overwhelming. There's so many groups and stuff at the moment and it's just overwhelming so I do find very simple life on Instagram, <laughs> In entirely but I do. Um, but yeah I do a lot of mental health I love writing I have spoke on stage previously in 2009 at Ignite um yeah it was it was actually Rebecca's wow. <laughs> um yeah it was Rebecca's Stinger um event and I was on stage there so and I've been in the international book interview series twice in um, 2017 2018 so I took a little break um, simply just to deal with my own mental health and my own situations at home. And then I got back to writing and I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like I'm starting to find my, not so much my passion, but my core values and the very, when you get down to like, when you you say when you get your plan down to like the nitty gritty of things, Um so yeah um, but as I, I've got a website everything I do is on there everything like so yeah I'm, I mean if you find me on Instagram it's Gemma L. Gilfrey, I'm more than happy to even just have a conversation with someone if they're in like really bad place so, you know being available to people I think is huge
0: you know, Gemma, I want to quickly ask you, because mental health is a big thing right now. And I, and with with the business, with the work you've been doing, have you found that over the last two years, you know, or the last 18 months or so, have you noticed that things are, are even more, um, you know, around mental health? Have you found people coming to you with more symptoms yeah. and different, yeah. What, yeah. what are you finding? See, but since,
2: especially with lockdown, I have found so many parents even children that have been born within the lockdown or just before lockdown are actually struggling to live in society today. And I mean like you're talking like one and two-year-old children not wanting to leave the house because of that like they've gotten used to. And that's scary to think that we've been locked wouldn't say locked up, but we've been quite, you know refused to to access to certain places that these kids don't even know how to function in everyday life now and my own little boy is the same he he, he's only five and he refuses to leave the house every day the same i know for me when lockdown started my mental health really took a huge hit because you know having contact with people okay i wasn't the best one going out